Channel Studios in Denver, Colorado. Welcome to Channel Massive. This episode of Channel Massive is sponsored by UGT Servers. When you order Ventrilo hosting from UGT, you get all of the powerful administration features hardcore gamers want and the ease of use that newbie gamers need. With 24-hour tech support, 13 locations worldwide, and a 15-day money-back guarantee, you'd be crazy not to check them out. Head over to UGT-Servers.com for all your Ventura hosting needs. And now, here's the boys! This is episode 142 of Channel Massive. Yay! <laughs> We've made it through 141. That's right. Only eight more to go. 42 and 100. Can we make it to 150? I wonder. Many predicted we wouldn't when we did our epic 50th episode. <laughs> wow. That's kind of scary to think of it that way. That it it's seems be so long, long ago. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yet here we are today. I'm Noah. I am Mark. I am Jason. <laughs> Jason has had some damage to a certain part of his anatomy. I've had today. some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> we have a few segments for you. Special segments. Very Extra special, special segments. We're going to tell you what we've been playing. We've got a very unique flavor of mailbag. And then we've got some roundtable topics. And after that, we're also going to talk finale. about what we've been playing. Cannot forget that, Noah. I think I said that, but he did say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, Jason's I'm really glad. excited. I'm really to talk excited about, about that. <laughs> I'm really excited about this segment. And also, this is uh, our contest continues, or our giveaway. Yes, continues. it yes. is our. And I, I, I'm sorry, I took the liberty of naming this contest to "We Love You Long Time." <laughs> giveaway that's pretty good yes because we I do like love our listeners long time long do we time. not we do and you have to listen to the whole episode to find out what the password is that's yeah, right don't just advance it to 113 you never know when we're going to issue this password and yeah. last week's password is no longer valid once you hear this episode yes or once this episode is posted <laughs> this episode will invalidate last week's password and we will well, know when no, you listen that's not, to it that's not how it works using our as advanced long as they listen to it and they're and they're able to give us the password and there's one entry, we'll, we will accept that entry. be interesting to see if someone said the wrong password and everybody else said that was the password. That'd because be cool. they were too lazy to listen to the episode. It's true. Maybe we, like, we can get like a fake password out yes. there. Watch out for like, saboteurs. No, that was not the password for that episode. <laughs> yeah, Disqualified. It, Disqualification. I think so. Maybe that's the password right there. <laughs> you'll have to listen and but find out. But you'll have out. to listen for more, yeah. That's right. That's right. No telling when it'll happen. Could it'll happen during a... some League of Legends talk, so you might have to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> You'll really have to pay attention. <laughs> Sorry. And if you have any special themed feedback you'd like to give us for episode 143, send it to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. You can also follow us and give us some tweets over on... On the Twitter. Twitter.com slash channelmassive. That's also a place that you can submit your password. You can also submit your password at our Facebook page if you like us. That's right. That's you right. have to follow us on Twitter, too. And if you want to travel back in time four years, you can find us on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> oh! We're so demanding. <laughs> you are so mean, Mark. I know. So mean. That's how I roll. You well, don't have a MySpace page still? 
Does it look all only ghetto? For my, only for my illegal um, habits. So. <laughs> you know what I've equated MySpace to? MySpace is like the uh, AOL mm, and CompuServe. Social networking? Yeah. They're like AOL and CompuServe. Only the old folks are using the it? social networking scheme, yeah. Ah, poor MySpace. Another thing judged on Channel Massive. Judged Stay and Stay tuned wanting. for more judgment. Coming up. So, Jason, how has your APB playing been this week? <laughs> you funny man. You're very funny. Play some Ottawa Salt or some Tabula Rasa? <laughs> yes. Maybe some Asheron's Call, too? I played all four of them. <laughs> awesome. Well, that must have accounted for no time at all. Yes, yes. Raptor will will not track any of those games Damn. any longer. I'm afraid. That seems um, horrible. What did I play this week? I well, it was I all, spied on you. It was all Mass Effect Two. Yes, it was. Uh, except for the end of uh, Thursday night. Oh, when you, when so you played I'll, Drunken I'll start, League of Legends. Yes, I'll start with Thursday night with my weekly Drunken League of Legends gameplay. <laughs> Utter complete failure. We lost again. Even with your guidance, guidance live, I I was totally not able to generate a win. You know what this game needs? Was that when you were playing Janna, though? Uh, I don't. Yeah, you played like yeah, I think I you playing, played a, a champion a, who you were oh, totally unfamiliar. It was with. Janna because I had seen that video. Janna, if you want to win League of Legends, play Janna. Well, that's wins. true. She's pretty darn cool. And so I could not play her correctly. What was your very first time? Yes, it's hard to do it's that. Very bad. You were a Janna virgin. I was not anymore. I played two more with her. Oh. Oh, really? How'd it go? Not as good as the first time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> was it 5v5 or 3v3? 5v5. Oh. I was afraid of 3v3 with her. She's too squishy. I figured she'd die a lot. But anyway. Anyway, I, um, yeah, I played that game with you guys the other, you know, after the show the other night. And I had fun. You know, the thing is, is that every time I play, even though I play very rarely, it's a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You're not getting used to anything. No, it's definitely got a learning curve. But you know, but it was <laughs> yeah. cool though, because you know, Noah was telling me, you know, okay, if you want to do this, you can do this, and you know, Mark was giving me recommendations as we were going on, and I was like, okay, you know, this is something that I couldn't have. I couldn't have got the kind of advice, you know, playing remotely that I would have oh, if yeah. I was just sitting right yeah. here with you guys and you guys were just you know kind it's of, like League of Legends screaming, is screaming orders at me. It's League of Legends boot camp. Which is all you guys did. Oh, you're like, Don't do that, you fucking moron. What's your problem? <laughs> I said lay down a suppressing fire. Yeah. Lay so, down a suppressing fire. <laughs> so I had to go through that and it, it was all good. So I but I had fun. I think we did good. We weren't totally owned. No, we weren't. But, you know, we kind of looked at like what the other characters were at, yeah. what the other other players were, and and I was playing with my level two. Yeah, I have like a level two character, and they were all like ten and eleven because I so. played like a total of three games. Or yeah, something like that. it was kind of a bad matchup. Yeah, well, it's because of me. I skewed it. I skewed you the were curve. the skewer. There's lots of blame to be laid around. Mm, yes, 
Yeah, but so we, I'll always remember that you We lost, but we put up a good fight. <laughs> I uh, think you playing a hero you've never played before was the biggest problem. Yes, yes. For oh, wait, sure. We're getting distracted. Um, I also played, I think I mentioned last week, I was playing Mass Effect 2 again because uh, I bought all the DLC for it. So I'm like totally caught up with it as far as the DLC is concerned. Um,. You know, I'll just do like a quick micro review of the DLC, I guess. Uh, the Firewalker DLC that you get, eh, it's probably skippable. It's really not worth playing through. What they what they did with the Firewalker DLC is they added a, a new... Firewalker? Well, yeah, it's actually called the Firewalker, which is a, <laughs> which is a ship. <laughs> oh, right on. Yeah, it's like a new transport system as opposed to the... The Mako in in Mass Effect One, which is such a pain in the ass to drive around, so they they thought, well, we're gonna try to come up with a different concept as far as a vehicle is concerned. So they threw this in and they added some missions to it, which allowed you to fly and which allowed you to fly through planets and gather resources and and do things like that. Is it better than is it better than the Mako? Yes, it is as far as control wise goes, but it's still pretty lame. So it's not your favorite. I guess my opinion is is that just leave vehicle combat out of the game completely because it just doesn't work. Oh. You just can't get it to work right. So, but it works in Halo. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not, and I'll probably get into that into that in a couple of other episodes. But yeah, after all those years of development, Bungie still can't get vehicle combat quite right, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but the the other piece of downloadable content, which is totally worth it, is the Lair of the Shadow Broker. Uh, expansion that they added to it, which is, it just adds so much. It adds so much to the story, and they're going to have to tie it in with Mass Effect 3 now, because it's now a part of the lore, oh, and part of the story. That's so some major DLC. Well, it is. It becomes they, canon. It does. It, it, it kind of becomes canon. The whole... You know, you you kind of do a quest for um, Liara, who was a ma- major player in the first Mass Effect, and I'm not I, I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that. You're but not. I'm Come just. On. Thank I, you. I'm letting you know if you're a fan of the series, if you're a fan of Mass Effect, you have to get this DLC and play through it because it's, how much does it cost? Um, I think it's the fifteen dollar. Variety. Wow. Yeah, but it's it's worth it. it it's worth because it adds like a ton. There, there's like a ton going on there, so I, I totally recommend it. It's a very good part to the story. adds adds a ton to it. I, you know, I didn't have any complaints after I played through it. Right. So I'm almost finished through my second playthrough of Mass Effect Two, and we'll get in, we'll get into replayability later in the show 
and what it means to you as a gamer. And it kind of got me... There's like a post by by a gentleman that we'll talk about. Awesome. How about you, Noah? What have you been playing this week? I've been playtesting a bunch of different games on Wii because I've been reviewing this new little miniature remote. It seemed to have a bug. A mini so, remote? Yeah. It's 35% smaller and lighter than a regular Wii remote. It has really great texture to it. It doesn't make your hands sweat, and it's not grimy. It doesn't get dirty. Uh, <laughs> but it seems that the B button trigger gets a little bit stuck. Are we talking Galaxy. about a remote, or are we talking about something else here, Noah? Hmm. Oh, just a remote this time. Oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. I was like, wait a minute. We're we're going down some weird territory here. <laughs> Only in Jason's special version <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> So it's a new remote. It's uh, so it's smaller. Yes. It's made by the company called a company called Power A. Okay. Yeah. So it's both thinner and it's shorter, uh, and everything and it lights up. All the buttons light up with the bright blue LEDs, and even the nunchuck that comes with it okay. is smaller and lights up with the blue LED in the base of the thumbstick. It's really cool. Uh, so I, the bug that I encountered didn't seem to be too prevalent. Just a Mario Galaxy, so that was okay. I played some rounds of League of Legends. And some dude, you lived there that weekend. It doesn't seem like I played you that were many on a lot. Are you sure? Maybe I'm thinking of last weekend, the I, weekend before last. You I think were I did. on like every time I'd log in, you were there, and then I'd be like, Oh, I gotta <laughs> stop, I'm tired. And he was still there. And then I even logged in like randomly on Saturday because I wanted to buy something, and you were there. I usually play during the day on the weekends, yeah. It was like, yeah. I was like, Wow. Yeah. And I checked your profile, and it was just like win, 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 loss, win, 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 <laughs> loss, win. A lot of wins. It was great. It's good to finally be good at the game. Yeah, so, good like, at something. When do I get the benefit of getting some wins with you guys? Because I haven't seen it. You need to not play with us to get the wins. That's, that was his trick. That's how. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it works. Okay. We used to try and get like Noah, myself, Scott, Eric, and Donovan together, and it was guaranteed loss. So now that we eschew each other, we do much better. Oh, it's great. Yeah. So, so that's the secret. Yeah. Although a few of the games that we've You're played, stronger with Phil, part. We are you stronger. Are together. We are less than the sum of our whole. <laughs> 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 you could take that a couple of different ways. I yes, suppose, you could. <laughs> innuendo achieved. <laughs> I, Sorry. We have had some games where we've won. We we've have. Won it's Phil's happened there. accidentally. Yeah, unexpectedly. Yeah, unexpectedly. <laughs> And I've also been playing a lot of Professor Layton and the Unwound Future, which is the <sighs> third in the Professor Layton series, and it's yes. really good. It's particularly good because you get to learn a lot more about Professor Layton's background, which before a lot of the emotional resonance in the stories had to do with characters that Professor Layton and his apprentice were helping, mm-hmm. and you didn't get quite as much. I mean, you, you got to appreciate their interactions and their relationships with these secondary characters, but you didn't get to really know a lot about the main characters of the game. And it's really done well. It's it's very interesting, especially Professor Layton, because he's one of my all-time favorite characters. Excellent, excellent game so far. Cool. Cool. I'm definitely looking forward to that, because I've played through both of them. Cool. Well, the first yeah. two. We have one of them. So. The first one. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. They're just really rewarding games to play. Cool. How awesome. about you, Mark? Don't you have anything else you want to tell us about? Sorry. The most dangerous <laughs> game of all. The most dangerous game. <laughs> um, what see. is that? I don't yeah. know. 
I'm just trying uh, to. I'm trying to draw some something dark secret on the out streets, of him. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, we we know you were one of the two guys that robbed all those liquor stores last night and got <laughs> shot. Uh, now let's see. So I've started out playing League of Legends. I had this game I played with Noah that pissed me off so bad. I have not played. Oh, I've played. Yeah, you just said goodnight and you were gone. I've played. Two wow. games since. I played at a game without him after that and won. I was so mad at that guy. So I've had times like that so too. Noah, like, are I you saying go. that Mark is the weakest link? <laughs> <laughs> Mark is not the weakest link. We all have bad games. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't having a stellar game, but that guy on our team just had me so pissed. I was just... I can't remember... He was incompetent, but he thought he knew everything. I think he was a bad E player or something. He was just... Or, oh, and he was like... Are you saying something rude? He was just... Yes, he kept insulting me. And uh, I just was like, you know what? It can be really demoralizing because they are... When they're bad in that game, they are really bad in it's terms always of being obnoxious. The worst player is always so it's the like one getting, uh It's like getting uh, totally flamed by a, a troll... Yeah, on who's on forum. your team? That's who's what's on your worse. team, and but especially when he, he sends it to all. So, like the other team knows that you've got dissension going on. You know, like that there's a big gap. It's like, dude, just shut up and play your character. But I was so well, mad. Remember I was, when I took that like week long break? It was because of an experience like that. Yeah, where somebody was saying crap about my particular performance with a character I'd never played before, and I said I hadn't. Yeah, to the other team and stuff, and I was like, I need a break from these assholes. Yeah, so I I took a break and I. I logged on um, the day that Sona became an available character and downloaded her and was dead set on playing her. And I played three games. And every time somebody was a faster clicker and got her. And so I played with people playing that character. And she's so cool. She's like a bard. Mm-hmm. And she just does like the coolest. The, the, the new art direction is showing up with that character. Definitely. Like, and the music and stuff. It's she plays. She's like those guys from Kung Fu Hustle. Those two guys that play that crazy keyboard. Thing yes, that are, was like one of my favorite segments in that movie. She's one of those, except she's a healer. Okay, and we basically when you teamed her up with Poppy, she's like a support character. She's a super support. And actually, the guy that played her best was like, you know, I never play support characters, but I just wanted to check this character out. He goes, I love this. This is really enjoyable. He's like, I think I'm gonna. I'm going to put some time into getting better at her. I'm like, dude, you're so good at her right now. I I don't know what better is going to do for you. <laughs> Cause we just were camped out in front of their base and we just kept like, we just kept pressing in and the other, the other lanes were doing okay, which made it okay. But they kept sending heroes at us one by one. And basically I would never run out of mana. I would never run out of health. And I would just like lay the smack down on them with Poppy while she just kept me alive and did a little bit of damage to him. And we just we just slowly pressed into their base, and there was nothing they could do. We took out their tower, we took out their inhibitor, and we just got a little closer. Took out the other inhibitor, the other tower, and and pretty. Which soon. lane were you on when you did that? We're like we started out as bottom, and then we came up and got middle, and then we went up and got the top. Wow! Because the other lanes were doing good. You're and like as, a team of two. And as they kept dying trying to fight us single, <laughs> single handedly, it just you know it worked out really well. And then we just came in and swept their base and. And the whole time I was just really enjoying the music and stuff. It was just a, it's a really cool, it's really cool that the new characters are that inspiring, you know. So, um, so that that was fun. But overall, you had a pretty bad week. Yeah, I, that was about all I played of that, which is a lot. That's yeah, I'm usually like a two three game a nighter guy, and I really didn't do that. 
But I've been playing Dragon Age, and it's been funny because every time I log in to play that, I see that Jason is playing um, Mass Effect some, 2. Some inconsequential game by the same <laughs> company. But, so, yeah, with... with so, so we're... we're, we're uh we're Bioware fanboys. Yeah, we're both wearing our, our armor or whatever. Are you playing yeah. Mass Effect on PC or 360? Mass Effect on 360 because it just plays better. Okay. Yeah, and I, I have it for oh, the 360. Since you guys are sign- are you playing Dragon the, Age on But I'm playing Dragon Age on the PC. And but since you're signed an Xbox Live type accounts or something, is that what it is? Windows no, I Live see him on... Um, well, no, you can just see it. it I mean, it just depends on... Um, I mean, yeah, if I'm on the... If you're on Raptor, you can just see what anybody's yeah, playing I see what on he's any playing. platform. Oh, so you're in Raptor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But Which is why you should get Raptor. I don't ever play stuff on the PC except for League of Legends. But it'll track your Xbox, too. Besides yeah. Tidman over well, Nintendo Dojo, it was Harps either, on it, so, so just on principle, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I've been really enjoying Dragon Age. It's really scratching an itch for me. So. <coughs> oh, oh, boy. Goodness. Sorry about wow. that, listeners. Um, Painful. Um, anyway, so <laughs> and that's not the password for today, by the way. Painful. <laughs> um, I'm really enjoying it. I used to just wonder why Tara was playing it like over. She'd play it again and again and again. Well, she and does that with a lot of games. I think I get it now. It, it's really a good, solid game. I like the graphics better on the PC than on the 360 for it. So I'm playing it on the right platform, and I'm really enjoying the downloadable content. And um, the one that really like hooked me. And Jason will probably laugh, but it was the Warden's Keep one, which is a small little yeah. little thing. But it reminded me of Icewind Dale, which is another Bioware game. It it like really just it was like kind of nostalgic. But with I was it's when I really started to learn how to play my characters, and I really started to get the um, the tactic stuff down to where they're automated. You know, kind of like Neverwinter Nights, that type of a thing. I really had that. It was all clicking for me, and it I was, was just grinding synergy. through. It was a synergistic leveraging of beautiful stuff and just grinding through that that little um, adventure and having a blast and reading the lore and just kind of getting into it. So you don't mind all the lore reading? No, I enjoy it. I think it's pretty good. It's it's cool. It's well-written lore. It's not like random names thrown into some... uh, The fourth... And the fourth, G- the fourth blah 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 of the dynasty of the blah blah blah. The, <laughs> it's nothing like that, so it's pretty good. But anyway, that's been pretty much it. Just uh, a little, tiny bit of League of Legends and a whole lot of Dragon Age. So I'm gonna probably try and finish Dragon Age and then do uh, that other little game that Bioware has. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're they're Mass also Effect minor. One and two. Mass yeah. Effect, yeah. Mm. I already have Mass Effect one. I just haven't bought two, but I'll play them on the 360. I think. So. Anyway, that's it. A lot of ping pong. <laughs> a lot, a lot of ping pong. Excellent. Well, I say we get into some email. Hey, Mark. Hey, Noah. We got some mailbag. M-A-I-L. But it's not it's, it's not a mail that we want to share with you. It's, yeah, we... Um, it's more of a generalized topic, it's I think. It's thematic. That, which, which is odd. Because and dramatic. Both, this has well, not happened before. Both of these emails are about the same topic, totally different people. I thought it was out related of the blue. at first, or the same one at yeah. first, is what I thought when I saw the second one. 
No, they're like totally different people, but the same topic. And I was like, "Whoa, where where did this all come from?" Yeah, we. But it's great. Bas- basically, we we um we didn't put out like a you know notice that we were looking for co-hosts or anything like that. Yeah, we are not really we, currently uh, recruiting at this time. We we did let it known that we were pretty dissatisfied with Eric and Tara and Scott. <laughs> no. We did <laughs> not say kidding. that. We would never say that. Just joking. We love them all. Um, yes. No, we uh, it was just kind of odd, but we got two 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 different guys wrote in, Regis and Rich both wrote in with really nice um resumes, I guess you could say. It's a, it, they both wrote in these nice emails just talking about their experience with gaming and MMOs and um, radio and and they were really uh, passionate about wanting and, to come in and and co-host on yeah. the show. And it's like really exciting because while we weren't looking for that, it's great that people, you know, are are saying, "Hey, we'd like to join you." In fact, I think it was Rich that was like, "I I had this idea for a entertaining, you know, podcast, and then I found you guys, and you're actually doing it." So rather than Start my own. I'll Which join you. Which is funny because we don't find ourselves no, entertaining. In we the are not entertainment. This is <laughs> drudgery. This is yeah, your. It's, it's, this is what we are doing. It's total fluff. This total is all drudgery. part of a work release program for us. <laughs> we are convicted sex offenders. We do all live in your city. No, no, um, <laughs> no. It's just. It's very strange. It's like. Uh, it's in just, fact, we live in your neighborhood. You know. Yeah. T- yeah. <laughs> we can see you right now. Yes. Like we, know, we see We're you when you're you. sleeping. We know when you're awake. <laughs> Jason knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for and heaven's you've been sake. very bad. Yes. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's just really cool that two two people wrote in with like excellent resumes. They're both interested in joining us. So we will begin the top secret initiation uh, program with both of you guys. Well, Rich. no, Mark. Program is tell. such a Software hazing euphemism euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> All right, indoctrination. We will begin the top secret indoctrination. We'll begin the rites of passage. Yes. If you thought becoming a blood mage was difficult in Dragon Age, or if you felt that becoming a grandmaster Flesh. or a dread a dreadlord grandmaster fisherman slash oh, yes. mage in Ultima Online was difficult. Well, this, you haven't seen anything yet. This is far more difficult. You will begin by editing 50 podcasts. No, we're not. <laughs> After that. <laughs> you know, kidding. I think the quality of your work shall be judged. Only if your name is Jim will you have to right. go through that. <laughs> and then, yeah, then if Jim ever wants you, to come back, that, that will be his penance. Then right? the worth of your games will be called into question. <laughs> I think, you know, overall, you know, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Um, that's out there. My 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 thing is is that when we bring in co-hosts, you know, we want them to, you know, dance for us. Well, <laughs> Our yeah. Seductive. Besides that, <laughs> you know, but we also want there's like a certain level of trust involved. When Eric and Scott, when we when we ended up deciding to say, okay, let's bring these guys in as co-hosts. Both of those guys have been long-time listeners, long-time participants in the program. The program. The program. <laughs> we'll unquote. just refer to it as yes. the program. <laughs> and, no, but it was great, though, because we had, we there, there was kind of like a feeling-out period. We got to know them a little bit. 
uh, we played games with them. They were they would send us emails. They would bring topics in that would uh, send us chocolates. Well, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. They would bring us flowers, sing us love songs. And we finally spent the night together. Yes, the that kind time. of thing. There was a little courting <laughs> period. It was at a Boy Scout camp, which was kind of <laughs> creepy. <laughs> That's where that whole sex event yes. thing comes into play. Yeah. There was a courting period in between, you a know, courting period, <laughs> be- becoming a listener and then becoming a. Oh yes, I remember you used to wear those big white blousey shirts. Yes, yes. <laughs> open at the top. Of the show. Your pirate Poet boots. sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his hair was long and lustrous and blue in the wind. So you know, I think you know it, it's not even so much, it, but it it is kind of a unspoken requirement. I think of of us is or that whispered you know let, let's get to know you a little bit better you know let's participate in the show a little more if you want to write a blog post for the you know for our you know for our website we're totally hip with that record an audio if you want to record an audio submission audio segment submit to us orally <laughs> spelled a-u-r yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes of course mark of course <laughs> Uh, but you know what you know you you know what we're talking about here. It's just there's it's just it's baby. just not you know. Hey, you know I want to be a co-host of the show. You know, let's do this. It's not going to be that simple. Unless you're Tear, who is a chick with a British accent. Well, and then skated and then, through our defenses. Yeah, and then that just skates through <laughs> our defenses. Came in and the place. We can't do anything about that. But it was horrible. Since you guys are obviously male, we hope you are, with, with the names of Regis and Rich. You never know. Um, our requirements are is that you got you guys got to participate a little bit more in the in the show and in, in in our little community before we allow you into the inner sanctum. Man, I just sent them the master passwords, all the account info, yeah, the bank account, yeah. and my social security number. It just seemed like the right thing to do. But they have Australian accents. That would be cool. Oh yeah, I miss her long time ago Australian feedback person. Yeah, what but something tells me that's not the case here. Yeah, but we like again, like Mark said, we appreciate that We're there's excited. so much enthusiasm out there. Yeah, I really um, was like, wow, two emails at the same time. We aren't forgotten time. after all. <laughs> and I thought that our two listeners have forsaken us. Huh? huh. It's, it's you just never so know. So thank you very much, Rich and Regis. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be contacting you with your. You will have very different. Yeah, there'll be like rites of passage, little packages that you'll have to yeah, don't sign off collaborating. on. It's not going to help. No, not at all. And a, and a lot of ass kissing is going to be involved. Well, maybe just for Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In prison, they call that something else. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, anyway, otherwise we do love getting feedback, mails, mail of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> Innuendo achieved. <laughs> Innuendo achieved. <laughs> nice achievement show. So send it to mail. <laughs> M-A-I-L. <laughs> now more than ever. <laughs> oh. Wow. Sorry, guys. I bet they're both regretting this. Yeah, I know. Now <laughs> they're like, going to be like, Fuck, I was I don't so drunk when I wrote that email. I had no really idea. sexual. Then I listened to that <laughs> podcast, and I, I'm afraid. You should be afraid. <laughs> Very afraid. Welcome to hell. Well, so let's move. talk about a different topic. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Welcome back. So, in this day and age of social gaming, Facebook is king because they kind of rule. They rule all of that shit. The crappy. Yeah, you know, they're they're the game. major social. You know, social platform out there right now. Uh-huh. You know, you're not gonna. You know, Twitter is like a totally different kind of deal. Yeah. But Facebook, you know, you put up Facebook and it's like, okay, you know, you want to get in contact with friends and family and whatnot. They are the social networking king as of right now. Sadly. There's a movie coming out. That's apparently very good. That's I'm surprised. apparently very good. In fact, people are talking, people are talking Oscar. Citizen King comparisons, Godfather comparisons. People are talking Oscar for that movie, <clears throat> yeah. which is kind of bizarre. Is it? A which true? is you know, which is kind of funny because the the kid, you know, let's just call it like it is. He's a kid, yeah, who created Facebook. He like totally, you know, they're like, no, this is not an accurate depiction of what went down with our website at all. Yeah, that's what I was wondering was how true is it? Is it just they just used Well they're claiming that it's not like accurate at all. It's it's Well it's it's based on court documents and stuff like that. Yeah. That were used in a lawsuit. And mm-hmm. but they also said there was some dramatic liberties taken to make it work as a mm-hmm. movie. Which I you know, I totally expect there to be. You know, there has to be. I mean But you we digress. Just... The story of Cisco, the guys that make routers, is kind of got some similar Full of subterfuge. Hijinks and yeah. Then, College you know, campus if, you know, theft. There's like a lot of stories like that. Theft. The story about um, how they made the processor for the 360, and there was like the whole subterfuge going on between them and Sony, oh, yeah. and creating the processor for the next gen consoles. There was, you know, a lot of interesting reading there too. But we digress. Yeah, and print mm-hmm. is dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. <laughs> But our, our our focus of the topic is social gaming and how it relates to us today. And, you know, we bash on Facebook gaming on a regular basis. Why? Because it must be done. Well, it has to be done. I mean, honestly, you know, to us who, and anybody who listens to this show, you know, you're, you're pretty much assuming that, well, we're going to talk about other games, not Facebook gaming. Real games. So yeah, real, real. You know, we're talking about real games. You're gonna we're make talk- Tara mad. Oh, she oh, loves snap. her some Facebook games. She loves her. Yeah, I know. She loves her some. You know, Frontierville, Farmville, whatever <laughs> fucking ville is out there. I had what, her pegged whatever. as a vampires player personally, <laughs> but I don't even see that in the top twenty list here. Um, what is it? Mafia Wars. Mafia that was like Wars. A, the, the biggest one when I was. Like, first getting into the whole Facebook thing, Mafia Wars was yeah. the champion of Facebook games. And no longer, it, because it's Farmville, of course. Isn't it true that everyone who's annoying in person that's your friend on Facebook is also annoying on Facebook? <laughs> such and such has invited you to play Mafia Wars. Leave yeah, please stop. Fuck alone, motherfucker. Yeah, I, you know, and when but the you option... Like games. Just not... Shit game. Well, when, and when the option came around, did you just not block all messages? Oh, yeah. oh dude, I totally did. All those games. It's so much it's better like, now. 
I'm so sick. I, I, you know, I just want to hear about your daily life or... You do? Whatever. Do you want me to tell you about my... my I pooed this well, morning. Even that. You know, <laughs> I honestly, Mark, nice I would rather hear whether you took a dump this morning than what you did on Farmville. Well, that's good because I didn't do anything on Farmville. <laughs> honestly. I think I was having a strike. So Alex St. John, who's the president and CTO of High Five... He talks about the state of the social gaming market. Uh, he goes on and he starts out with, he says, When Facebook recognized that early social media games were getting a free ride on their network, they shut down the free viral channels. These games relied on for audience started charging market prices for advertising and demanded a cut from commerce transactions. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Why w- not? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? This changed the economics of social games dra- dramatically. Reaching a large audience easily and for free ceased to be a benefit of developing social media games. In the downloadable casual game business, game developers get a 25 to 35% share of the revenue of their games that they generate online when published via channels other than their own, with Facebook charging a 30% premium for credits and taking an additional cut on advertising, it's likely that the cost of marketing a social media game is converging on what it costs in the mature, downloadable, casual games business. Okay, but that all makes sense. You know, it's like Facebook isn't going to sit there and say, "Okay, well, we're the we're the primary provider of this latest version of crack, right?" <laughs> and we're not going to take advantage of it. Uh huh. Bullshit. <laughs> Of course we are. We have to. So, yeah, he goes on and he's like, well, he's like, the next stage we're likely to see is a replay of what happened in the casual gaming space between 2004 and 2006 when capital flooded downloadable casual game companies enabling them to buy audience and distribution at prices above the monetizable value of the games that they were selling. Casual game companies went to war, propped up by investment dollars that enabled them to overspend on audience acquisition, which produced an illusion of user and revenue growth, even as every customer acquired this in this manner returned less revenue than the cost of acquisition. All right, and if you didn't understand what I just said there, I don't blame you. But it doesn't sound I good. understand it. I had to read it a couple times, though. Right. <laughs> Basic, basically, he's saying that Facebook games relied on the free marketing. Mm-hmm. Now that they have to pay for their marketing, they're essentially competing with other traditional downloadable casual games over on Yahoo Games and MSN Games. Right. And the reality is those games, which have, the developers have been around a lot longer, they're more entertaining. They're a lot more fun. They're refined. And they don't rely on a social network to operate. And so these social network games aren't getting all the money in that they used to, plus they're losing popularity mm-hmm. overall, mm-hmm. which means the bubble may burst for them and they're gonna be they're gonna be blown away and what's gonna be left is the original champions of casual gaming over on Yahoo games and Oberon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of you know, you use the bubble pop thing which is you know, it's like the housing market in the US, right? It's like all of 
these people I knew were becoming appraisers or mortgage brokers or oh, yeah. or realtors, yeah. like people that in the dot com era had been web developers, right? They like it's like it's the latest thing, right? Real estate's on the rise, and you're just sitting there going, "I've seen this all before. I know what's going to happen." And then it, it, the bubble popped. And all those people now are, like, trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do. And only a few survived. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way with this casual gaming thing. And and it popped in late 2008. And it's like, tell me, we didn't see this coming, right? It's like the same kind of thing. The conditions are just exactly the same. He kind of summarizes this in the end um, of his post where he says... In the end, I believe that social games as we know them will be a forgotten internet fad, ultimately consumed by the already mature online game market for downloadable and multiplayer games. The only new discoveries that remain will be the realization that social networking itself is a new kind of gameplay. Social graphs are an extremely efficient way for games to market themselves and that microcurrency business models blended with advertising are a superior way to monetize online games in general, everything else will be consumed by the highly competitive and established downloadable and multiplayer online game market. If some of the big names in social media gaming survive, it will be because that they leverage their abundant access to capital to transform themselves away from the dependence of Facebook. So there's something to be said for that. You know, they're, you know if they're able to create their own social network away from Facebook. And this this guy that wrote this article like knows what he's talking mm-hmm. about because he's the former um, co-founder and CEO of Wild Tangent, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you ever played like Flash games, but they are like dominant in that market, casual Flash games. Um, they get 30 million monthly unique visitors still, Wild Tangent does. So wow. this the reason why everything this guy says makes so much sense is because he freaking knows it mm-hmm. you know it's like it's not like just you know me or you or no or noah like going here's my take on social <laughs> gaming why it sucks on facebook right. right it's like yeah guy's got the cred street cred and you also have reports coming in you know which says okay month the monthly audience for facebook games like the top facebook games are shrinking right Okay, and here here's where here's why I come in and and lay a little bit of reality into this because okay. So you have what is it? Zynga, Zenga. Yeah. However the fuck you pronounce their goddamn name. The top Facebook game provider who provides you with Farmville, Frontierville, Farmville. Texas Hold'em Poker, Mafia Wars, um, Petville, um, soon to be Markville. Yeah, so you're Noah talking about Yoville. You know, let's just look at some of the Fishville. Let's let's talk about some of the numbers here. Okay, so yes, they have to pay Facebook a percentage of what they're getting. All right, no big deal, right? Well, they own six of the top ten Facebook games out there right now, right? Yeah, there's no denying it. Right. So I'm not. I'm not going to argue the point that 
you know, it's going to be hard for somebody else to break into this particular space. But those companies that already have a huge chunk right now, well, they're not going away. And social gaming is not going to go away anytime soon, if at all. Because they have, just in the top 10 games, they have about 20 million users out there playing their games. You know, according to what I'm just looking at here. just I'm just looking at the top 10. I'm not even looking at the whole top 20 list here. I'm just looking at the top 10. They own six of those spots. And out of those top six, they they have about 20 million people. No, 200 million people playing those games. Okay? So take 1%. Say 1% of 20 million decides that I'm going to pay like 10 bucks a week, you know, at any particular time to buy extra, you know, extra shit. Okay. So take that figure, you know, 1% of 200 million times $10. Do the math. That's a shitload of money right there. That's why, that's why I find fault in saying that the social networking gaming bubble is going to burst. It just takes 1% of that, and I'm not talking about, like, all these other companies who are creating these other games. I'm, I'm leaving out, like, four games out of the top ten. I'm just talking... Six games out of the top twenty, and I'm only talking one percent. I'm 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 just throwing a theoretical, you know, model out there for you to grasp. One percent of two hundred million buying ten dollars a week. Well, and that's it. That's all you'd have to do to survive. Mm, boy, that would suck. I would hate, <laughs> I would hate to be in that position. I'm making all this money, but it's a shrinking Yes, it's a shrinking market, but man. Well, I mean, I I think casual gaming is going to always do well. I just hope this guy's right because I hate I hate the social gaming stuff based on Facebook. Oh, I you know, I'm, I'm not defending it. So I hope it. he's right. Oh, I know you you're know, not. Don't get me yeah. wrong, I'm not defending it. I'm just Yeah. You know, I'm just laying out the numbers for you. I'm laying out some hypothetical numbers out there for you. And like I said, if only 1% of the 200 million people buy $10 a week, well, this it's is, like you could just see where this is so profitable. It's, do you remember it's ridiculous. about three years ago when, you know, the MMO idea was pretty popular and everybody and the brother was making MMOs and the... Right. The lot of a lot of prognosticators were saying it's it's a market that's finite mm-hmm. and you're not gonna be able to make these new MMOs and succeed, right? And the truth is that some are and we're seeing some others that aren't. So I think the merits of the game will be what determines if it makes it as a social game or not. If you have something like Texas Hold'em poker 
Well, that's going to make money regardless. That's going to make money. I would even play that. Yeah, because that's a... And I, I have and I, played that on Facebook. And you know what? I'm not, exactly. I, that's what yes. Richard Garrett wants to hear. Yes, Mark. I mean, I I play that game too. That's in fact, that's the only game that I play on Facebook now. Sure, is the Texas Hold'em game because, but as jaded as we hey. all are and everything, even we are like, yeah, I can't deny the power of Texas Hold'em poker on Facebook. I've played it. I'll probably do it again. And you know what? But the, you know, and the I thing is, it. is that it's not like a you know, it's it's one of those games where, yes, they. With and I, th- what I like about the whole Texas Hold'em poker thing is, is it, at least with me, is that I don't need all the other fluff that they add to it. Yeah, it's just. But you can still just play it. Yeah. As poker. And it's fine. Yeah. And it's fine just the way it is. And you know that that's all. Is, is. I mean, it's not like somebody's going to be able to get a better hand than you. No, because they spent more money than you did on on extra fluff items in Texas Hold'em poker. Because poker is poker. Yeah, I'm just saying you know, it. I think you either you either know when to hold them or know when to fold them. That's like the song says. Just like the song says. I just think the thing is just that it's the merit of the game itself that's going right. to sustain it or sink it and. No one's ready for World of Lint, a game playable by Facebook <laughs> where you collect lint collect for money. Lint balls. Yeah. Well, anyway, we've pretty much talked that one to death. Shall we? Shall we move on to something far more? You gotta leave this in, Noah. I can't do it with a serious face. Okay, well, I'll just start laughing like right at the very beginning, and you have to do it. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna laugh too. So, Jason, are you ready to blast off to Planet Michael? Planet Michael, what is that? Well, it's a planet where you can. Help Michael Jackson realize intergalactic dreams. Hmm. <laughs> really? Involve, players online. Does it involve complications with plastic surgery of the nose and skin bleaching? <laughs> you don't need plastic surgery because it's all magic. Awesome. Does it, in, does it involve cr- a lot of crotch grabbing? Yes. Child dangling over a banister? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Really? But so what are we getting up. here, Noah? Please tell me. We're getting a virtual planet that you can go to that has a nice sci-fi space theme, much like Michael Jackson's Moonwalker movie, hmm. where you can yes. participate in all sorts of activities that will partly generate money for the developer, but also get money to Michael Jackson-sanctioned charities. Estate. Huh. Yes. Um... I don't know what to think about this. I, uh, I'm a little fuzzy on the gameplay myself. I just yeah. know that it involves Michael Jackson dancing to music and sci-fi. You know what's funny is this... No no little boys, no... It is a place for children. <laughs> of course oh, it God. is. <laughs> the, the funniest thing about this article is this is from shacknews.com. And the very first comment is, this better have some kind of Twitter, Facebook integration or it's an epic loss. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after our last topic. <laughs> it's just so funny to see that. <laughs> uh, the rest is kind of sad. 
But there is a quote. Is there really that? I mean, did they really think there was that much interest in? I mean, could you create some kind of bizarro gameplay where it would be interesting to live in the world of Michael Jackson? I just don't get it. Well, you're not living in the world of Michael Jackson. Oh well, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who could? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. But what I think is kind of weird about it is that these game developers, who I'm pretty sure they're first to make a buck, are projecting these things that, well, Michael was always into leading-edge technology and exploring new ways of creativity, and this is something that he would have done. And, and of course, there would have also been some money given to charity because this is Michael Jackson, and he would have done that too. And I'm like, you guys are making a lot of assumptions about things. And this is on this is another Michael Jackson game on top of the Michael Jackson dance game that's coming out. Later this year on Wii and right. next year on 360 and PS3. For the Connect, obviously. In, it's gonna, yeah, in the Move controller, yeah. yeah. And just a lot of people cashing in, paying off those estate bills and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, because uh, Michael Jackson is dead, so what the fuck can he do about it, right? The funniest thing about it, I swear, are the comments. People have some really creative ideas. Because it's an MMO engine that they're going to use for mm-hmm. this, Here's some quest ideas. Child suspension quest. How long can you hold a 10-pound baby or baby <laughs> over a balcony? <laughs> and then the, somebody else says, wow, what would the epic loot be? White leather gloves? And then it says, defeat district attorney Tom. There's on it, though. It can't oh, yeah, just be white sequined, leather. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's another one. Defeat district attorney Tom Snedden on a 25-man heroic mode for a chance to loot the fabulous nose tape. Eat a bowl of prescription drugs for breakfast. That's the exclusive <laughs> That's in-game so content, though. Collect three joints to entice Macaulay Culkin into your bed. Bring me 12 jelly beans from Justin Bieber's colon. It's awesome. Oh, and then the final one is, the griefing of this game is going to be legendary. I can't wait. <laughs> I just, God, I mean, really? I mean, do you have to exploit this guy? Yeah, like apparently. This, now that he's there dead, is no, I mean... There is just uh, no... Uh, you know, once they I- introduce Kurt Cobain world, a, tor- a tortured, bizarre... See, that's what I... I also read this, is that this is just the beginning. They're going to, like, God, try no. to make, like, Planet different Elvis. worlds based on different dead superstars. Elvisville. Yeah, he's already got a place. It's called Graceland. Yeah. Can't get there virtually. No, I guess not, but yeah. Not good enough. This will This will add their, uh... Add to their opportunity, I guess, to get there. Your final heroic Via quest is to die on the potty. <laughs> <laughs> You're just full of bad jokes tonight. Mark. I know. I don't know where it comes from. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get this. I don't understand why they think that this is a good idea. This is necessary. This is a good thing. <laughs> it's it will make therapeutic. Us it will make us stronger to yes. understand why he was taken from us at the young our age of 50-something. Our culture and society will be strengthened by this experience. Yes, our pop culture needs this. It's a way for us to grieve. Embrace the zeitgeist, Jason. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's, just, let's just beat it and Join get us. to the next topic. <laughs> Move me! Let's roll on. And Mark, did you ever buy a game at Good Old Games? Yeah. Um. No. You know what? I, I've always wanted to go buy a game there. They do have stuff that's not on Steam. Yeah. 
Well, because like, it's all DRM free, and they usually yeah. it usually comes with a soundtrack too, which is cool. Like almost always, they bundle the game soundtrack with it. Which That's really cool. I didn't know that. Be cool to have like the all the MP3s for the Fallout One and Two and stuff like that games. So, I. I I've been considering going over there. I mean, if I didn't have an abundance of games to play already, just because they have a lot of classic adventure games that I haven't played. Oh, yeah. They have some serious classics. And so it was really unusual to check out the news this week and follow this trail of stories that starts out that says, good old games is shut down without warning. And it's not April. Yeah. And it's just a message (laughs) saying that good old games in its current form is just not viable and really sorry. It'll come back in some form, but the current business model doesn't work. Yeah, they were like, it doesn't mean, this doesn't mean that the idea behind GOG.com is gone forever. We're closing down the service and putting this era behind us as new challenges await. So we're like, eh, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, it's... The worst was expected, but it was hard to interpret what they meant. Maybe some backup solution would be temporarily was what some people were thinking so that people could have access to games that they purchased. And then it turns out it was all just a hoax to get people excited about their redesign. Just a marketing ploy. And I would call it a fairly dumb one. I think it's a horrible ploy. I think because it's a game where it's almost a service, I think. I don't think a lot of people buy games that you download assuming that you're going to keep that download image somewhere safe forever like the installer or all the content or whatever i think a lot of us think of it as like a service like steam where when you buy the game you're thinking hey you know no matter where i am no matter what computer i'm on if i want to download you know baldur's gate or something like that i can go to the service where i bought the game from unless it's ea who has their stupid rules and i can download it and i can play it and then when you see oh it's you know our model has failed, we're going out of business, and, you know, you're not up on the whole fact that, oh, ha, 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 our two-year beta is over, and now we're official. You know, when you're not catching that, I think you you start to, it loses credibility with you. So, I think it was a marketing blunder. I don't think there was anything uh, cool about it. I purchased the first two Fallout games, I think, through them a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. I honestly, I don't think I've ever been back there since. Just because, you know, it was just that, that, that was like a game that I wanted to purchase and play, and and that was one of the places I could find it at, and that was like DRM free. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, I'll, I'll give you guys a shot, and which yeah. is way cool. I mean, I think they. I but love this whole thing idea. that they did this week. It was like this is bullshit. Yeah. This is just stupid. This is whoever was the marketing head and decided that this was a good idea, you know, this guy needs to be fucking fired. Period. It's I mean, this is just stupid. They were like, "Ha ha, we psych, we're not really we're not really uh, closing down. It's all good. It's really we're not, still here. It's not funny and it just makes you go, well, you know, their selections are much more uh, broad when it comes to older games than Steam, but at least with Steam you feel like it's somebody you trust. You know, you don't expect. For I don't trust these guys. Valve anymore. to, you know, I don't know. Prank you. I, I love punked. the. I love the. You know, I'm not like a total spoil sport type person. Mm-hmm. I love the pranks that you see for Blizzard, 
Mm -hmm. The two-headed ogre character was the most brilliant thing they ever came up with for World of Warcraft. The thing is is that they should add that shit. Well, that would be cool. It's only funny because, damn, that would actually be kind of funny. It would have been hilarious. Especially the offline leveling part of it or whatever it was was like... Like, if both of you can't log in, then at least one of you will control the ogre and experience will be split. <laughs> it's, like, so yeah. funny, you know? But that, that not classy at all. No. That's, that is really bad. I don't, I don't know, Just Noah. It's a bad idea. What your thoughts are, but Noah, or Jason and I have condemned them. I agree. I think there is a lot of other ways that they could have gotten excitement. I mean, you work. You work. You've worked for companies that do basically web marketing or web. Yeah, it would be like us. You would never do that. Like, you know, I'm not. Okay, so this week, I'm sorry, listeners, but this will be the last week that we're going to run the Channel Massive podcast. Yeah. Well, see, this Um, is actually a behavior that's really common with fan sites. I've seen plenty of fan sites, especially around April Fool's Day. We're shutting down. This right. is the end, da, da 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 and they'll go through these elaborate things, and people are like, oh my gosh, really? And it just really makes people angry. Yeah. And when you're talking about a business that you're running, and you're doing something that's equivalent of like a childish, immature fan site, mm-hmm. it's and, and people have been paying you money and relying on you. Yeah. It's just, it's really juvenile and not smart. I mean, are they that hard up for marketing attention? That, that they the, must be. Yeah, the and that was the thing. I, I read, I, I read this quote that they were like, well, we couldn't pass up this marketing opportunity. And I was like, what? Opportunity? Are you freaking kidding me? You would think that what they've implemented in their redesign and getting out of beta is enough to justify the publicity. Yeah. That they don't have to pull a stunt to get people's attention to come out there because who would want to go back there afterwards? Hmm. Wow. Thumbs down, GOG. One thing I just found that they do have gives me a thumbs up, though. They actually have the Might and Magic 6-pack. It's the first six Might and Magic games. With oh, yeah. The wonderful combined, um, where you take, I think it's like 5 and 6 and you combine yes, it. Yes, and then it becomes World, World of Zine, yes. Or is it 4 and 5? It's 4 and 5. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. That was like one of the, I might have to go there now. I'll I'll be busy for the <laughs> rest of the podcast. How easily you are swayed, Mark. <laughs> but I do condemn them. Mark is but I don't condemn them. I condemn them, but I love them. <laughs> They're like a bad girlfriend. So do we oh, have well. one more thing to talk about after this? We, we do have one more. Well, we have two more things. Yes, we do. Let's play some elevator music and come right back. The password is replayability. Yes, for our gaming contest, we're releasing this week's password. Even though it's not a real word. And what what will you win if you successfully... You will win your choice of Fallout New Vegas or Fable 3. Your choice, your platform, whichever Uh you want. All you have to do is send us a tweet, reply on Twitter... Twitter.com slash Channel Massive. So email us at Channel Massive. Email us at... No, actually, no. That's not an option. You can't email us Twitter got two or options. Facebook. Oh, I forgot. You have to find you us have to on Facebook. You either like us on Facebook and post post uh, post that on our wall, what the, what the password is. Or you can reply to us on Twitter. Or play the Channel Massive social networking <laughs> game. No. 
There are no other ways, Mark. There's only two ways to do this. But you also the thing is, Stamp is that self-addressed envelope. You have a you have two op- you have two options and you have two entries per week if you decide to to do bolt. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yes, you can actually get away with uh Yeah. You know, giving us two it's not even that hard. Two entries. It's not that hard, folks. So you'll have an opportunity to get eight entries. Like in us total. on Facebook. Post a message on our wall there with the password, or tweet us. Give us a reply with the password for that episode, and or write us an a iTunes free copy review. of a great game we'll will put be replayability yours. in the <laughs> in there in a contextually relevant sentence. <laughs> Good luck there. That's right. <laughs> Five stars. So the password is replayability. replayability. And to make that utterly clear, the this password is... was <laughs> say it, say it all together. Replayability. Thank you. Uh, this was inspired by a post. Would you call it an epic post? By Ben Abraham dot net. Is that like it's kind of funny because this post starts out as being a. You know, you think, well, okay, this is a, this is a blog post about that very topic, right? Ben Abraham. Well, no, no, I'm I'm about the topic about replayability oh, in oh, video okay. games. Okay. Well, no, because for like two thirds of the of this post, all Ben Abraham's does is bitch about the ranting fact and rants. I mean, rants Over about the fact the top. that. Replayability is not a real word. Which, hey, I will I will concede that it's it's indeed not a real word. He says there's a word that gets bandied about a bit when talking about playing a video game for a second, third, fourth, or many more times. That word is replayability, quote unquote. If you're not familiar with the word, chances are good you're reading this blog that you are. However. Go look it up on in the dictionary because it's not there. Dun dun dun! I know. This is definitely one of those that. blog posts. It's like what crawled up your ass and died. This is one of those types of. Blogs. Yeah, that's because it's a non-word, and he just goes and deserves on, to be on. treated as such. And then he's like, "Oh, he has a CYA moment." He checks all of his previous blog posts just to make sure he's never he's used never it before, used replay which implies before. that he accepts the word and understands what it means. But then he then has to go into like another seven hundred words, writing about how the concept of replay- replayability doesn't make sense because it can't be quantified specifically. Right. It can't be qualified specifically what it means, and therefore it's a stupid word. And he's all pissy pissy drama queen grammar queen about right. it. So would would he get the grammar queen? Achievement, or would you get the I'm more smarterer than you achievement? It's one or of the two, or maybe both. It might be a double unlock. A it might be a double unlock. achievement unlock. Yeah. Well, so let, let's just get into the meat and potatoes. Let's break it down. Of, of this. So he finally, two-thirds of the way through this blog post, he says, well, all games are replayable by definition. Technically, because you can start a game over <laughs> and over. As that a function of their nature, yes. As a function of their nature as software, but the exception being that that game, the the game and the name of which I forget, but which deletes itself if you lose. So usually instead of the author means this game is playable to be played again and not have 
and not have to make all of the same choices, but that won't suffice as a proper definition either, because even the most on-rails interactive novel-slash-fiction-type experience can be played again with trivial differences. I highly doubt that what most, most people mean when they use the non-word replayability. So how about replayability as, and he makes a broad definition, that says the ability to play a game again, making different, non-trivial choices, close, close, but I'm still not satisfied. So there was like a Mass Effect game where you can make different choices. Perhaps, but even then. But that's not good enough. That's not good enough. For what defines the line between trivial and non-trivial, does the presence of 100 Templar flags, which he makes a reference to Assassin's Creed, to collect, push it over the non-trivial? What if it's? What if I played this game once when I was 12? But that was 11 years ago now, and I totally don't remember it. Does that mean the game possesses more of the elusive quality we seem to be calling replayability? Could the answer to that question be... It depends. Frankly, no, I don't think that it could. Otherwise, the faux definitive way it gets bandied about, the irony, as it doesn't even have a definition in the dictionary. Again, he, he keeps oh trying God, to... Oh, my God, it's not real. Yeah, he keeps trying to, to sell his point by claiming that the word is not a real word, which we all know it's not, but he can't get over that fact, would be exposed as lazy and, dare I say it, completely and utterly devoid of functional meaning. I'm not going to go on and read the rest of this post Please. because, quite honestly, it's not worth it. Well, you know this stupid. So replayability. Yeah. We all know. We all know that it's not a real word. So we're all over that fact, <laughs> right? We're all I don't over know. it. I'm a bit In fact, we were over it the second we started reading this guy's stupid rant about it. Yeah. So as long as we're all over it. But we understand that replayability, we all understand what people mean when they talk about replayability. You can't possibly because there's no real definition. Oh, no, I know. It's like it so mind-blowing, man. You know what? There's a German word for replayability. It's called Widerspielwert. Is it a real? It's a fucking it's German a real word. German word. So there, Mr. Abraham, <laughs> it exists in some fucking you language, may be bitch. Working on your doctorate thesis, but you fucking don't know how to use the internet. That's noob. right. You've been pwned <laughs> by a guy with a simple, which is another real word. <laughs> yeah, bitch ass. Oh, he cites that as as another example of gamer jargon that alienates gamers from other people. Yes. Replayability is a word that does that because yes. nobody outside of gaming could possibly understand what replayabil- replayability means. And so we are isolating ourselves with yes. words like pwn and replayability and gameplay, which is also not a real word. Mm-hmm. And it's just moronic. Because the thing that he's missing is that <laughs> is that the root of replayability is play. So therefore... If someone can understand how a game is played... Or is it replay? Would replay? No, no, no. I'm talking about the very root of the word. You get to replay because you play a game. Mm -hmm. So replay means you would play it again. Mm. So in the context of playing a game, would you want to play it again, regardless of whether there's any variations? And is it worth playing that game again? I I think which is the more important topic, which he probably should have... Focused on from the very fucking beginning. <laughs> you think you might have. Of this damn blog but post. Instead, it was this backwards argument to justify himself. So, 
What makes a game replayable to you, Mark? Um, getting enjoyment out of it by playing it again and again. Right. Or, like or League finding, of Legends. Expecting, or f- expecting maybe different outcomes, perhaps. Exploring different outcomes, especially with like a good... RPG, yeah. A good RPG where it's like mm. you play it a certain way and you're thinking... Kind of like I'm doing with I Mass wish, Effect 2 you're, right Yeah, now. you're like, I wish yeah. I'd have made a different... Especially with Bioware games where they give you the whole, you know, gauntlet of different... You know, you can be good or evil or, you know... You make you're you're forced to make choices in those games, choices you can't back out from. And there's even more complications with Mass Effect too, like whether you decide to do certain things, your whole your crew could die while you're playing because it's a suicide mission at the end. Well, so like depending on how you basic. play the game, you could end up lose. You could actually end up as Shepard. You could actually end up dying and have to start Mass Effect three. With a completely different character. Well, let's talk about something more basic like Galaga or Pac-Man. Yeah, replayability. Games where there's really not a lot of variation when you play it. It's it's, it's kind of chance, kind of skill, but it's largely the same experience every time you play it. I will make an argument for some movies or books, however. Like, you can't can't re-watch The Sixth Sense. And have the exact same same experience. No, you can't. It's stupid. Because you already know how it ends. Yeah, it's like once that plot twist hits you. Yeah, I have never had it at, at, on the Sixth Sense. Actually, you, you can never watch no, the Sixth Sense again. No, you're There's wrong. No point. You're wrong. You want to watch it one more time. No, yes, you do because you want to see where in the, the movie are. did they give you hints of what was happening. Yeah, that's bullshit. No, I was. A, I wanted to see it a second <laughs> time so that I could discern yeah. whether or not. He had given me enough hints to de- to de- determine. So that, that only guy, has a replay replayability a factor times two. Bruce Willis is a dead person. Sorry if I just ruined that for you. I'm sorry for me. But there's a new M Night Shyamalan movie called Devil that's out, and I'm sure it's actually just it's as not good. by him. It's not even directed. It's by just him. his idea. It's just his idea. Oh, it's his idea. He had an impresario do the directing yes. and writing for him. Well, I'm sure it sucks. Anyway, get your get your movie jargon correct, Mark. Yeah, I just discredited oh my myself. I don't under. <laughs> You're you know, fake. Doing this podcast is like replayability. <laughs> Maybe I should redo this segment where I don't say that, and then I'll sound a lot smarter. Of course, we'll be. You know, it'll know. Be a lot I, it's later. like I just and in fact, like reading a book, it's like I can't like there's some books that you know I just can't read over again because the grapes of wrath. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read it again. <laughs> I'm just saying I can't read it again. Well, okay, but you know, I'm just saying there's like there's there's even books and stories and yeah. movies out there that you just there's no point in watching them the over again. The entertainment value is not because sufficient. it's not the same. It's just. You know, you you read through it or you watch the movie again, and it's like it wouldn't have the same effect. It's like, what's the point? Well, I think what Benji's little you know, problem so, yeah. here is is it's so subjective. You right. can't define it in a clear, calculated way. Replayability. Now, where does the term replayability come up most in reviews mm-hmm. and other criteria that games are reviewed on? Graphics, audio, gameplay, multiplayer, online microtransaction systems. All of those will have a subjective value placed against them. You cannot. Hard. To, I, I mean, I can say all day long that I can't stand the graphics in League of Legends, but somebody else may totally love them. It's completely subjective. And if this guy is going to have a stick up his ass over the term replayability, maybe he shouldn't look at another review for the rest of his life because it's all based in subjective opinion. Right. And also, 
The Germans have a word for it. <laughs> most important of all. Most important of all, they've actually yeah. made it a word. Yeah. So. All right. So I'm weakly going to fade away now. <laughs> that was therapeutic, wasn't it? It was kind of good was. to yell. Gotta love those bloggers. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this off sooner than this so it doesn't go down to a... No. Listeners, no, listeners, we want listeners rage going. on this topic. Let Listener rage. Flow send it to you. mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. And don't forget that you also need to send us passwords. That's right, and the password is... Replayability! Or the German version. For extra credit. Actually, yeah. If you can send us the German word for replayability, we will give you an extra entry. <laughs> yes. Just special this week. I think that's fair because it's yeah. so crushing for that argument. Yeah. Or half, I like or half that. of the argument. We hope you liked episode 142. It is being released on time. We will release it on time. Because I won't be in charge of editing. <laughs> That's why it'll happen. <laughs> and then we will have another timely episode for episode 143 with lots of goodness and a new password. Your third opportunity to send in passwords for a free copy of Fable 3 or the other game. Fallout New Vegas. Your favorite. I don't know. If That's actually I don't know it could favorite. be a toss-up. Fallout, the not Fallout out New Vegas... Um, scene that was at E3 was the first thing I live blogged and I did it just for Jason. Yeah. It was. We there. It was like, pretty, and we couldn't go into it. That you. stunk. Yeah, there's like, could have. I was I was such an idiot. I like walking around the perimeter like, where's the entrance? Where's the entrance? I'm like, oh, there is no entrance. Only for special people. Yeah, only if I'm like with like some huge game review you mm. know. Someday. Well, but I could have climbed over it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I might have injured You're tall myself. enough. Yeah, I'm tall enough. I could have got a handheld. You could have gotten in one of those Warhammer 40K suits. Dude, those were cool. Yeah. Those were really cool. Power it's been a Marine. So we hope you like that tangent. This is the end of the show. This will be our Thank final you. tangent for the evening. <laughs> but did I tell you about... <laughs> <laughs> Never can stop.